Payments Podcast from Bottomline Technologies. Greetings and welcome to the Payments Podcast version 2023. My name is John Gaffney. I'll be your host for this episode, which takes us a bit into a topic that doesn't get a lot of play in this hyperspeed world of business payments. And that topic is user experience. It certainly gets a lot of attention if the topic is consumer payments and any number of fintechs from PayPal to Chime to Revolut will attest to that. But business payments need to play on that same level as the intuitive and accessible nature of the consumer user experience. Now, how can they do that? We have some answers. Kelly White has some ideas, actually, and she we intend to explore them with her today. Um, Kelly is the head of user experience at Bottom Line and has spent her career delivering engaging and award-winning digital experiences in a number of roles, both creative and technical. Welcome, Kelly. Thanks, John. It's great to be here with you today to talk about everything user experience or UX for short. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. We also have Jonathan Grassis, who is the Senior Director of User Interface Development at Bottom Line. He has been on the edge of a lot of professional web development for agencies as well as brands during his career. Welcome to you, Jonathan. Thank you. It's great to be here. So Kelly, let's start with you. I, you know, I have to start with something that surprised me. When I, when I think of trends to watch in this business, UX doesn't pop into my mind, and I think that's that's probably a shared taking for granted problem. Um, but I know you track several trends in this business. I'd like to know what some of them are and what the ones are that you are most passionate about. Thanks, John. Well, actually, that's a difficult one one to answer because I see them all as being intrinsically linked. But I think if I had to pick one, I'd, I'd settle on intelligent hubs as my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's been a topic that I've really been passionate about for some time now. Okay, interesting. So I know that's tough for you to answer, and, and, and you actually your answer surprises me as well. But could you tell us a little bit about what an intelligent hub is? Yeah, of course. Um, so an intelligent hub is a highly dynamic and personalized center of activity in an application. And it's typically the starting point and the returning point in our user journeys. And what it does is it surfaces, surfaces up the most meaningful changes for people to act on within mm-hmm. their specific business contexts and roles with root causes, metrics, and actionable insights. Now, from a consumer standpoint, I get it. A personal experience is based on past purchases, web interactions, preferences. I mean, it seems like consumer marketers... Have, have done a great job moving that forward. But could you explain what you mean by personalized experience in a business context? Sure, of, of course I can. So as you called out, there are degrees of personalization, right? So from that quite simple retail experience, if you bought this, you might want that, to far more complex implementations where systems learn what people need and want by watching what they do. The way that an intelligent hub works is information is surfaced to a person dependent on who they are, you know, what permissions they have and the capabilities they have access to from across a broad range of services and products in the application. Um, so the intelligence comes in through uniquely composing that bigger picture for someone in an intuitive way with data and analytics mm-hmm. and AI powering that content and insights that are bubbled up to them. So technology then is the enabler for better experiences. It certainly is in the consumer side of the business. Is that true also for the business side of payments? Yes, absolutely, 100%. 
it's fantastic that we're at a point where technology advancements are enabling this type of personalized and composed experiences to be, to be more easily achieved. We're really moving towards modularity, portability, and independence in that user experience layer in our apps where we can design better experiences, really because we have more control, flexibility, and agility in, in how and what we put together and when. So you just you just detailed some very, very important things. And let's go back to my um, somewhat ignorant <laughs> view of this and saying that, hey, user experience is maybe not a big trend, but obviously it is. So if you could talk to, say, 500 bankers and 500 corporates in the same room, how would you get them to prioritize this? Right. Okay. Well, the first thing I would say that there's never been a more exciting time for experience. Honestly, there's so much opportunity to provide better experiences that are more helpful, holistic, and, and human. Um, I'd also strongly add that there's no it, it's no longer nice to have to design things well, right? It's mm -hmm. a must-have because people mm -hmm. have obviously just come to expect that. But enterprise applications have long trailed behind the experiences on, on mobile apps, which we've all become like accustomed to. And this has largely been because of how they've been built in the first place. So they've been unable to adapt and emulate that connected experience that we've, we've become used to on our mobiles, where apps are aware of one another and really share information with absolute ease. So it's been difficult to achieve the type of fluid user experiences that we've wanted to because of this for so long. So are we overcomplicating as a business these processes and these experiences? I absolutely believe we have. You know, I think it was Steve Jobs that said, you've got to start with the custom experience and work backwards yes. to the technology. Right. Yeah, and I think that's what the problem's been. We've started with things the other way around in a lot of circumstances. But, you know, thankfully, things have changed and things have moved on. Applications these days are built robustly in, in a, what we call a modular fashion, made up of reusable smaller parts. And whether that's a service or a component, each are independent from one another, but can share information, be put together in, in diverse ways to create new and targeted experiences. So to round things off, I think people really need simplicity, immediacy, and availability, and have come to expect linked experiences that support this with real-time data sharing between tools and people. And for me, you know, it's it's all about how do we bring things together for them in ways that truly help them? What do we take away that they don't need to deal with? How do we simpl simplify? These are the questions that we should be continually asking ourselves and, and then acting on. So if I'm, you know, let's say I'm, a, I'm a, um, you know, marketing sales operations, you know, a senior finance leader at, at a company. And now I'm becoming more digitally savvy. I, it could be understood that maybe I think I have it knocked on UX because I've made so much progress digitally. Um, is that a potential problem? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure everyone has heard this many times over. But I'm going to say just one more time, right? Yeah, customer, <laughs> okay, well, customer news experience plays such a pivotal role in the growth of businesses right. everywhere. You know, if we make things easier and faster to do because they're better designed by removing those obstacles and really understanding what people need and then delivering on that, we improve efficiency, which absolutely helps businesses, right? Right. 
Mm-hmm. And then if we make and then if we make things more enjoyable, we increase engagement with work. So it's a mm-hmm. solution where where everyone benefits. Yeah, you know, smart working uh, along with intelligent hubs jumped out at me as the trends that you're tracking. Um, can you give us a hypothetical as to how each of those would work and how they might work together? Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. I'll do my best to join them up because they sit quite comfortably with each other too. Okay. Right. So uh, let's begin with the intelligent hub, right? And a fictional person called Sue. She's a manager in a corporate business. So when Sue jumps into the application, she'll return to her familiar space. And here she'll find access to all the most important things that have been, that have been brought together for her. Uh, she'll have services like notifications, which would create mess- curate messages like approvals or escalations in a prioritized way from each of the products and services that she had access to. And there would be many services like this, from global search through to data and analytics, which would present contextual insights to her about the business to action. And on top of that, she'd likely be monitoring and tracking key metrics, performance targets for her business area and team. The most important of these will be presented to her here to track. So Sue is having maximum and immediate visibility of critical business information that she can easily understand, share, and act on. Right, so that's intelligent hub side of things. Right. Now let's say something catches her eye in that area and she wants to check something with Joe, who's a member of her team, right? So she'll simply select the item. This is what we really want to kind of strive for, you know, the quick selection of the item she wants to uh, have more information on and sends him a message. And then the app will package that information up and share it with him in their business comms tool and let's just say for instance that's microsoft teams in this case uh then let's add to that you know let's say joe's on a train but he's he's got access to teams on his mobile when joe clicks on that link in the message he'll go directly to the detail that he needs to look at in the application and that that is really essentially the smart working part Mm-hmm. This is where we can look at how people work today and, and really find opportunities to join those dots to facilitate connected experiences across naturally disconnected environments, tools, and devices. Well said. Facilitate connected experiences. I like that. So, Jonathan, let's turn to you. In, in, in preparing for this, I love the way you work the concept of super apps and APIs into the same conversation. So normally, if I'm a bank or a corporate, I think of APIs in terms of data access only, right? But what you're saying is that APIs actually belong in the same conversation as UX and in the same conversation as super apps. So how can you bring that all together? Well, yeah. Um, So the reality is many people do think about APIs only in terms of the data they provide, but they are, in a sense, you know, the lifeblood of the applications we interact with every day. Really, what good is the data without some way to organize it in a meaningful right. way? One of the biggest problems finance teams and tech teams face today is that they're being inundated with data and really no way of making sense of it. Now, that's where dashboards and data grids typically came into play. You know, We've seen those. We're familiar with those. We know what to expect there. But you have to remember that whether you're streaming data into a dashboard or composing super apps, UX is at the heart of it all. A well-thought right. through UX is the difference between just seeing the data and being able to understand it. Then when you step back and you start thinking about the intelligent hubs Kelly's referring to, well, now we're talking about going beyond just here's the data you asked for. Now we're talking about how we can augment that data in intelligent ways to provide you know, personalized insights, functionality, and experiences to the user. 
So I don't think it'd be, it can be said enough um, that technology enables a better customer experience. Um, but John, could you expound on that a little bit? I mean, why, if I'm a finance leader at um, a bank um, or a fintech or even a corporate, why does this become so important? Yeah, um, you know, as Kelly mentioned, we are in a very exciting time right now. You know, the right. technology has finally reached a point where we can provide our enterprise users with the kind of interconnected and personalized experiences they've come to expect on their mobile phones. But it does start with breaking down the monoliths into smaller, more composable pieces. We've seen this across the service layer for years now in the form of open API standards and microservices. Mm -hmm. uh, but now we're seeing that in the form of micro front ends, too where we can actually isolate and package up tailored business capabilities into their own like micro applications and send those along with their associated microservices. I mean, we know every organization today expects single sign-on, multi-factor authentication, you know, some way to admin their user roles and permissions, whatever it might be, but why expect them to build their own UI for that? We can provide mm -hmm. these interfaces with intelligence built in. We can allow them to present appropriately based on when or how or, or even by who requested them. We had to rely on iframes to achieve this in the past, which provided the appearance of an integrated experience, but that was always very surface level. Micro right. front ends are playing a major part in how we orchestrate these business capabilities together into a truly seamless user experience. So Kelly, we're gonna go back to you because I like the way you talked about the consumerization of business payments, but how does UX define that trend or how does UX intersect with that trend? John, that's such a great question, because at its heart, this trend has absolutely everything to do with experience, right? We've all, we've all become accustomed to the experience offered on mobile phones in our day-to-day -day personal lives, whether that's online banking or buying something on Amazon. We've called this out many times in our conversation today. It's just so much quicker and easier to get things done. When things don't work like that, the outcome is never good. People just get frustrated and they go someplace else which offers them a better experience. And people have really come to expect the same experience in their work lives as they get in their personal lives. Like the ease of reviewing an invoice digitally, for example, and making a yeah. payment with the click of a button rather than, you know, pulling out your checkbook to use. Right. It's instance, which is exactly where we need to be. And it's really interesting because when we're designing for mobile, you know, when I was thinking about this and... I was thinking about how we actually design for mobile. We assume that people are distracted by other things because they're out. Um, they're multitasking, carrying shopping bags in one hand, telling their kids to stop fiddling with something at the checkout counter, and then at the same time making a payment. And actually, in fact, come to think of it, that was me just yesterday. But the interesting thing is, you know, is that we we when we when we have historically designed for work, we don't think people are distracted. But actually, you know, I would say today people are distracted way more than they used to be. Right? There's a lot of different communication tools. We've got email. You know, we've got Teams. We've got Slack. We've got all these different ways of different people kind of contacting us, and they're unaware of one another. But they all kind of being streamlined to us. You know, it's it's really interesting. Yes, definitely. Okay, that's a wrap um, on uh, on this payments podcast. We're titling this one "User Experience Emerges as a Key to Innovation." Um, we were joined today by Jonathan Grassis, who is the Director of Inter User Interface Development. Jonathan, thank you much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having us. And 
Yeah, you're quite welcome. And Kelly White, um, who is the head of user experience here at Bottom Line. Kelly, I hope you had fun with this. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's always fun. Thanks so much. Yes. And um, so uh, this this is going to be available wherever, wherever you get your podcast, whether it's SoundCloud or Apple or Spotify. Thanks for joining us and see you next time. Payments Podcast from Bottom Line Technologies.